Welcome back to Lightshed Research, a podcast that puts our research notes in your ears for your listening convenience. March 23rd, 2022. Mark Zuckerberg versus the world. Meta is all alone. Meta, led by co-founder and CEO Mark Zuckerberg, is fighting a multi-front war. Worse yet, they appear to have no allies as they try to reinvigorate growth in their core businesses while spending aggressively to create a future where they have more control over their own destiny as an operating system rather than as a platform riding on other companies' operating systems. While Meta's stock is only trading at 13 and a half times 2023 consensus earnings, its vulnerability to competition and lack of visibility around its metaverse pivot with no clarity on what monetization or economic models will look like if and when the metaverse becomes a reality, makes it challenging to be excited about Meta's stock at current levels. 2004 to 2021, Facebook appeared invincible. In 2007, three years after the launch of Facebook, we published a post titled, Why Every Media Company Should Buy Facebook. At the time, Facebook had 24 million users and was growing by 100,000 users per day. The following three quotes stood out in our 2007 piece. Facebook is like the apple of social networking a structured product that is simple, user-friendly, works well, even as usage grows dramatically. It's just fun to use. Facebook, on the other hand, can become the platform that unites the applications and services you believe are the best on the internet and allow you to instantly overlay your social networking fabric on top of it. While Facebook may be a technology company with only 5 to 8 million of revenue per month with little to no profits at the moment, it has the power to impact media consumption on a global basis. Why shouldn't every media company want that, regardless of how investors react initially? Facebook's 5 to 8 million monthly revenue run rate in 2007 grew to over 11 billion per month by late 2021, almost entirely from advertising. Despite the importance of advertising throughout legacy media, none tried to buy Facebook, as we suggested they should. Albeit, if they had acquired Facebook, the result would likely have been to suffocate the asset, as News Corp did with MySpace. Facebook's growth exploded as it became the world's largest social media platform, leveraging an aggressive acquisition strategy, most notably Instagram and WhatsApp, that for a period of time created new avenues of user and revenue growth while mitigating the risk of competition. In addition, Facebook was able to use its size, scale, and balance sheet strength to throw a proverbial army of employees at problems and replicate what was working for others, such as Snapchat with Instagram stories. While many investors feared a slowdown in Facebook Blue, the original platform, six plus years ago, Facebook reached a peak market cap of $1.1 trillion on September 7th, 2021. At that moment, Facebook's 12-month trailing revenue was $105 billion, and net cash on hand was $53 billion. For all intents and purposes, Facebook looked invincible, at least until 2022 began. Facebook's now fighting a four-front war. On the 92nd episode of the Lightshed podcast, clip embedded above, Lightshed's Brandon Ross focused on the challenge Zuckerberg and Meta are currently facing as they fight a multi-front war. During Meta's Q4 2021 earnings call on February 2nd, Zuckerberg and Meta primarily focused on two issues, competition from TikTok and the negative impact of Apple's IDFA changes on its core advertising business. Look at the change in word uses highlighted in our tweet embedded to the right. But that two-front war understates what is really going on, as Zuckerberg and Meta also battle against the press, government regulators, 
and maybe most importantly, public opinion, consumers. Zuckerberg is effectively fighting a world war at the same time he is trying to completely reorient his company, now called Meta, towards the metaverse, which does not even exist today beyond early building blocks. Number one, competition. Facebook shows vulnerability for the first time. Competitive concerns are nothing new for Meta. In fact, concerns about declining user engagement of Facebook Blue have been an ongoing investor concern for more than six years, particularly among users in key monetizable markets such as the U.S. Despite the growing Facebook Blue headwinds, the benefits of more advertisers and improved targeting, along with the explosive growth of Instagram, enabled Meta to exceed investor growth expectations every year. Zuckerberg either had the foresight to buy the coming competition, as he did with Instagram, or the ability to leverage his scale and talent to copycat key competitive features. What's different this time around is Instagram usage has now begun to decline, and Zuckerberg does not own the disruptor, cannot easily copycat the disruptor, and is hamstrung on M&A. As we saw with Facebook when Instagram exploded, Instagram suddenly does not have the cool factor that it once had evidenced by consumer time spent shifting towards TikTok and video games and interactive experiences. Anecdotally, when we look at the iOS screen time usage today for our teens versus a couple of years ago, the mix shift towards TikTok is frightening. Also worth noting that the time spent shift away from meta properties is not confined to teens and young adults, as TikTok continues to expand its demos to meta's direct detriment. If Zuckerberg really thought Facebook and Instagram's challenges were fixable, We doubt Meta would be pivoting so hard towards the metaverse, not to mention spending so aggressively on metaverse initiatives. Innovating their way out of engagement problems is no easy task for Meta, especially when you consider that they have not really created anything original since the early iterations of the Facebook newsfeed on desktop and then mobile. Meta bought Instagram and WhatsApp and copied core features such as stories and reels from others. Even VR was an acquisition via Oculus, while with AR feeling more like copycatting Snapchat, than original innovation. During Meta's Q4 2021 earnings call, Zuckerberg's own comments illustrated just how significant Facebook Blue and Instagram's problems are. Zuckerberg showed real vulnerability for the first time ever in this passage that is impossible for investors to ignore. Mark Zuckerberg said, The dynamic that I think is really a little bit different with Reels than what we've seen with stories and mobile feed in the past is with Reels, I would say that the teams are executing quite well and the product is growing very, very quickly. The thing that is somewhat unique here is that TikTok is so big as a competitor already and also continues to grow at quite a fast rate off a very large base. And so that, to the question that was asked before around, are we like that was asked before around, is there anything that's going to make it so that we, it takes us longer to kind of get to where we want on this, is that even though we're compounding extremely quickly, that we also have a competitor That is compounding at a pretty quick rate too. Meta has effectively copied the core mechanic of TikTok with Reels, full screen content that you flip vertically through, similar to how they copied Snapchat's story mechanic by creating Instagram stories. But while Instagram stories helped Facebook cut off Snapchat's demographic expansion and slowed the growth of their much smaller rival, Reels does not appear to be having a negative impact on TikTok. In turn, it's hard not to read Zuckerberg's aforementioned comments on TikTok as anything but highly concerning. The competitive pressure from TikTok is also intensifying as TikTok content expands. TikTok is loosening creator restraints as it adds tools. In turn, what was once short-form content is growing longer and longer. We're seeing TikTok's development in many ways mirror that of YouTube, with video formats of all sizes and genres becoming resident on the platform. 
Over the last several years, TikTok has enabled videos to expand from a 15-second limit to 60 seconds to 3 minutes in mid-2021, and just last month to 10 minutes. Longer TikTok videos is not only enabling new forms of content on the platform, but is also eating into time spent on competitive platforms such as Meta's Facebook Blue and Instagram, as well as Google's YouTube. With longer form content, we suspect the next TikTok strategic move will be to start eating into TV time spent, TikTok TV, given the robust TV advertising business that YouTube has already started to attack. Facebook Blue and Instagram are not disappearing, nor is YouTube, but the competitive threat from TikTok is real and worsening by the day. And right now, much of that competition is for engagement. However, TikTok is going to turn up the mo its monetization efforts, competing more directly for ad dollars. This increases our concern for Meta's earnings growth in 2023 and beyond. Maybe valuation is not as cheap as it looks right now on 2023 earnings, let alone 2024 and beyond. Number two, M&A not possible due to the regulatory environment. In the past, Meta would use its balance sheet strength to acquire its way into new avenues of growth, as it did with both Instagram and WhatsApp. At the end of Q4 2021, Meta had over $47 billion of cash and no debt sitting on its balance sheet. Unfortunately for Meta, there's such intense regulatory scrutiny in the U.S. and EU that it feels like Meta and other tech giants and platforms may have already gotten too big and too powerful. In turn, a Meta acquisition of Roku to expand its ad targeting prowess to TV is impossible, with a similar story around buying their way into the tangible building blocks of the metaverse via Roblox or Epic Games, or even smaller platforms such as Animoco's Sandbox. Remember, the FTC imposed a record-breaking fine of $5 billion on Meta for privacy violations in 2019 and is now suing Meta for predatory acquisition practices that are focused on lessening competition. It's hard to imagine Meta being allowed to make any meaningful acquisitions going forward when the FTC's revised lawsuit states up front, the complaint alleges that after repeated failed attempts to develop innovative mobile features for its network, Facebook instead resorted to an illegal buy or bury scheme to maintain its dominance, end quote. The irony is that apps such as TikTok, not to mention Snapchat and Twitter to lesser extents, are competitively hurting Facebook, Blue, and Instagram. In this context, viewing Meta and their past acquisitions as a monopoly is absurd and feels like an unwinnable government lawsuit. Regardless, Meta will have to use cash to innovate on their own rather than acquire transformative assets. And as we mentioned, that is not where Meta's strengths lie, further fueling investor skepticism around their metaverse ambitions. While we have yet to see regulators actually try to break up big tech platforms or reverse their stance on prior specific prior acquisitions, the breakup that certainly limits the size of potential transactions available to Meta today. Amazon was able to close MGM. However, Amazon's core business is not media and entertainment content, and the FTC is still threatening investigation after the fact. We assume regulators will allow Microsoft to buy Activision Blizzard because of the legal precedent given the level of competition across interactive entertainment. But honestly, who knows what the government will ultimately decide? Will they sue to make a larger point, even if there's no case to block legally? Making matters even worse is that overseas regulators are pushing back on U.S. tech deals. Meta is being forced to sell Giphy, which it acquired in 2020 for $315 million, despite the complete irrelevance of Giphy in the global TMT industry. UK regulators are forcing Meta to divest it. The UK CMA stated, quote, Meta's acquisition of Giphy would reduce competition between social media platforms, and the deal has already removed Giphy as a potential challenger in the display advertising market. 
Facebook would be able to increase its already significant market power in relation to other social media platforms. Denying or limiting other platforms' access to Giphy gifts, driving more traffic to Facebook-owned sites. Facebook, WhatsApp, and Instagram, which already account for 73% of user time spent on social media in the UK. If Meta cannot buy Giphy for $315 million, it's unclear what acquisition Meta could make beyond going well outside its core business lines. Meta will clearly be forced to innovate on its own, adding to the risks surrounding the stock at current levels. Number three, the world cheers Facebook's demise. Facebook's an iconic American success story. College dropout creates social networking website in his dorm, and 18 years later controls a platform that reaches 2.8 billion people daily, generating over 117 billion of revenue annually, and employing over 70,000 people around the world. Despite the incredible story behind the creation and growth of the Facebook, Facebook, and now Meta, you would be hard-pressed to find a media company that is more despised than Meta, with a substantial amount of that negativity directed at Zuckerberg himself. What started out as data privacy concerns, even if many of the allegations were misinformed, such as Facebook sells your data, has blossomed into narratives such as Facebook provokes provokes extremist behavior as its algorithm creates self-reinforcing content bubbles. Facebook's algorithm accelerates the spread of misinformation and actually harms the democratic process, impacting elections. Facebook is like cigarettes, an addictive drug where, where profits trump health concerns, particularly among children. As distrust of the Facebook has grown meaningfully over the past five years, the reaction to Meta's challenges disclosed on the aforementioned Q4 2021 earnings call last month led to the public cheering Facebook's demise versus concern that a large tech platform was in trouble. Nobody came to Meta and Facebook's defense, not consumers, not the press, not regulators. There was no discussion that a U.S.-based tech giant who was forbidden from operating in China was losing time spent to a Chinese-owned ByteDance and TikTok. It simply felt like a celebration that Facebook and Zuckerberg had finally gotten what they deserved for their past misdeeds. One entrepreneur who literally built his business on Instagram and sold his company sent us the following on the day Meta stock blew up following Q4 2021 earnings. Quote, I fucking hate Facebook. Like hate. Long live TikTok. End quote. With regulators and government officials all seemingly relishing Meta's challenges, combined with increasingly negative consumer sentiment towards its key brands, it makes it even harder to believe Meta will be able to make acquisitions. There is seemingly nobody that wants to help Zuckerberg or Meta. That reality, in turn, increases our concern that key employees will continue to exit, as it simply cannot be fun to work at Meta after these past four to five years. Not to mention, with the stock having collapsed and no visibility on the future, why stick around unless, you fo- unless your focus is squarely on building out the metaverse? Number four, the quest for an operating system is Apple reminds us who is king. Whenever we think about who is king in the media ecosystem, we instantly think of the immortal words of Sumner Redstone, who coined the phrase, or at least he believed he coined the phrase, content is king, as you can hear in the audio clip embedded to the right. We declared back in 2016 that neither content nor distribution was king and focused on platforms like Facebook or Netflix as being the real king instead. Apple's changes to IDFA in 2021 and the rollout of AT&T forced consumers to opt in to being tracked by every app as shown in the pop-up message embedded below right. ATT has proven quite clearly that operating systems, not platforms, are the true king, as we wrote back in October of 2021, quote, It has become clear that the power of even the largest social networks and communications platforms are limited as they sit on top of two major operating systems. The operating systems set the rules, controlling which platforms can live on the OS, how they monetize, and even take a piece of advertising, 
subscription, and or transactional revenues, end quote. During Meta's Q4 2021 earnings call, CFO Dave Weiner indicated that Apple's privacy changes would negatively impact Meta's revenues by $10 billion in 2022. Apple's power to impact platforms such as Facebook is clearly driving Meta's ambitions to build the metaverse. If Meta's Quest operating system can be the computing platform of the future, Meta will be able to dictate the rules for all platforms and apps, as Apple and Google do today on mobile. Whether or not Meta can become an operating system for the metaverse is obviously unknowable at this point, albeit there is actually a far more fundamental question of whether Zuckerberg's metaverse vision ever plays out, or at least within an investable time frame. If you have not listened to Zuckerberg's two-hour interview on the Lex Fridman podcast, it is a much-watch listen. Full interview embedded to the right, with this bold quote standing out to us. This is from Zuckerberg. A lot of people think the metaverse is a place, but... He goes on, one definition of this is it's about a time when basically immersive digital worlds become the primary way that we live our lives and spend our time. I think that is a reasonable construct. We have a lot of difficulty believing this becomes a reality in the next five to 10 years. But as we previously mentioned, even if Zuckerberg's vision plays out, Meta and before that Facebook have not really been known for creating new platforms and features on their own. They've largely been copiers and buyers versus innovators over the past decade. Furthermore, with a hostile government regulatory climate towards Meta, Zuckerberg and team are completely on their own to create the building blocks of the coming Metaverse. Zuckerberg is not only battling operating systems such as Apple that are having a meaningful negative impact on Meta's revenue and profitability, but he's trying to convince investors that his vision for an immersive digital world will be the winner. The problem is there's no visibility on who wins and whether AR is primary versus VR, whether video games leads versus workplace functionality, etc., Add to this an increasingly negative brand perception among consumers, regulators, and the press, and Meta is fighting a tough battle that is only getting more difficult. Is Meta begging for regulatory help relief? There is a school of thought that Meta's commentary around growing competition and IDFA headwinds, leading to a dramatic slowdown in 2022 revenue growth, is all being done to shift perception of the company from evil monopolist to endangered U.S. tech giant. The theory is essentially that Meta is in such trouble from a Chinese-owned tech juggernaut, ByteDance TikTok, combined with Apple and soon-to-be Google's privacy changes, that Facebook should be allowed to make acquisitions to help it better compete, or at the very least, ban TikTok from the U.S. as President Trump was trying to do in late 2020. We are highly skeptical this was really Meta's ulterior motive and plan, and if it was, it clearly failed. The U.S. government is actually embracing TikTok, working with creators to help combat misinformation around the Ukraine-Russia conflict. In the TikTok video embedded to the right, TikToker Khalil Green talks about the Zoom meeting he had with the White House last week. The Biden administration's meeting with TikTok creators was then parried in last week's SNL cold open. See the clip embedded below. All signs point to the Biden administration embracing TikTok, regardless of its impact on Meta, Facebook, Instagram. And as for Meta's ability to make acquisitions, we sense no change to the broader government regulatory fears around the tech giants, especially Meta. Meta and Zuckerberg are on their own, with no allies to help them fight an intensifying multi-front war as they attempt a metaverse pivot to become an operating system.